Hi everyone, Grant for the Flame Learning Channel. In the previous video, you learned how to use a custom aperture or custom noise pattern to create a completely unique physical glare. This allows you to customize the starburst and glaring artifacts beyond what you can do with the procedural tools. Now in this video, you'll use the Action 3D Lighting to help you create lighting effects including the physical lens glare. The use case for this scenario is what if you wanted to add glare to a light, like headlamps for example, but the light source was never there to begin with. So you'll use 3D lights to position where you want the lighting and then through the physical glare selective effects, you'll create the light and introduce the lens light artifacts. If you would like to follow along, please click the link in the YouTube description to download the media. Alternatively, if you're watching the podcast, please type the displayed link in your web browser. Now I'll be using the Action 3D Compositor to show you the workflow, but the same is achievable using the Image Timeline Effects and the Image Node, because their toolset is a subset of the Action 3D Compositor. Now looking at the source media, this is an early evening shot and you've been asked to add lights into the headlamps of the car. Now normally in order for the physical glare to work through the lens, you need a light source. Since the car's lights were off during the shoot, you need to create the lights and then add the glare. To do this, you go to the batch node bin and drag out an action node. Now with the action node still selected, press Ctrl N for a new media input and connect the media to the front red input. Double click the action node for its controls and press ALT 2 for a 2 up view. One view is the result view and the other is the action schematic. Now to create a light source for physical camera effects, go to the action node bin and drag out a light source into the composite view. Now here is a very important tip. The lights are normally created between the camera's 3D position and the layer's position in 3D space. If the shot and the light are not moving in 3D space, you can ignore this tip. However, if your shot is moving like this one, you need to get the light as close as possible to the image object. So if you track or animate the light, you won't get any parallax distortions. So call up the light's controls and set the Z position to 1. Another important tip is that the light shades the composite by default as well as being the source of the physical glare. If you don't want it to change the lighting, just enable Scene Ambient Lighting and disable the rendering for the specific light. Now go ahead and position the light over one of the headlamps. Next, in order to use a light for physical glare, the shader must be applied to the 3D composite and not a single image object like the previous videos. So select the camera node that views the composite and call up the contextual menu. Choose Add Camera Effects. In the file browser, you will find Physical Glare. This shader has now been added to the 3D composite processing pipeline. When you look at the shader controls, and start increasing the gain of the glare, 
the entire result of the composite is affected by the glare. The source type is set to front only, which refers to the image in the result view. If you click the pull down menu, you can choose lights only or both. Choose lights only. So you should now see the light and starburst originating from the 3D light. Since the glare is generated off the 3D light and not the brightness of an image, all the highlights controls and view are ineffective in this workflow. You can now switch to the starburst menu and start tweaking the number of blades and their offset. I recommend enabling curved blades as this gives a softened effect to the glare. Secondly, you can synchronize the glare behavior to the 3D camera if it's moving and you're trying to respect its native settings. But it might be easier to adjust the camera settings manually by using the focal length and f-stop sliders in order to adjust the glare's reaction to the physical lens. And as before, you can switch to the next menu and set up the scratch and dirt densities for added effect. There are plenty of looks you can achieve with these controls. You may also want to return to the controls menu and change the glare settings… as well as tint the glare colour. Now let's add the light and the glare to the other headlamp. Select the light and press Ctrl D to duplicate it. Now reposition the new light. At the moment, both lights have the same physical properties which are controlled by the physical glare. If you want to adjust the individual aspects of the lights, you don't have to use multiple shaders. Just go to the specific light menu and adjust the lights properties. For example, you can play around with the different light shapes. You can also alter their size. But for this example, you'll stick to the point lights. To adjust the brightness of the individual lights, just increase or decrease the light intensity. So all you need is one shader and you can play around with each light. Now if you wanted, you could also add lens flares to each of the lights for added effect. However, what's important to finish this shot is to track the lights to the headlamps. Switch to the Action node bin and drag out an Axis node into the Action schematic. Connect the Axis to both of the lights. Double click the Axis for its controls and switch to the Tracking menu. This should be an easy one point track. So enter into the Point Tracker and set the Tools menu to Offset Reference. Click and drag the reference to the badge of the car. Analyze the track. When you exit the tracker and scrub the time bar, the light should move with the camera and this will give the appearance that the car's headlamps are turned on. Turn off the icons with the pull down menu or toggle the I keyboard shortcut. So that's how you can go about using 3D lights to introduce lighting and lens glare artifacts to your images. Since the lighting is part of the 3D compositor, it is also possible to have this lighting interact with multiple 3D layers as well as 3D objects within the composite. And I'll reiterate that you did this in action, but it's also possible in the image timeline effects 
and the image node in batch. In the upcoming videos, we'll move away from lens glaring artifacts and turn our attention to working with lens bokeh using the physical bokeh selective effects shader. Don't forget to check out the other features, workflows and enhancements to Flame 2019. Comments, feedback and suggestions are always welcome and appreciated. Please subscribe to the Flame Learning Channel for future videos and thanks for watching.